Blog Talk Radio. We've got to be the body to rock it like we're never going to see it again. We are exploding. The world is going to know it. We rock it like you're never going to see us again. Come on over. Come on over. Pure gold. Yes, those folks, those were the first two words of our radio show, Pure Gold. And we are live and on the air for this Tuesday night, December 20th, 2016. It's our six-year anniversary show. What, four days late, but who cares because that's the way we roll. My co-host, as always, is Dave. Sir, how are you? I am doing fabulous, sir, as always. Just excited to get another episode of Pure Gold underway. Folks, as always, give us a call. Uh, let's say 877-633-9003. You know, just, uh, just check us out. I mean, it's a great show. It's the greatest show on earth. PureGoldPG.com. Hasn't been updated in who knows how long. I mean, you're the best guest, the best talk radio around, sir. Thank you so much. So, uh, yeah, like I said, it's our six-year anniversary show. We're not doing the show exactly on our six-year anniversary because that was uh, Friday night, the 16th of December. But as always, that's how we roll with technical difficulties, whether it's canceling the show because um, I didn't think there was a show or whatever it is. But six years later, here we are. We're still doing a show, number 201. And uh, I think it's the first show that we've done since we haven't done one last. Yeah, it's the first <laughs> it's the first show we've done in a while. It's been almost a month. I mean, our shows have been very sporadic this year. I think if you added them up, we I don't even think we've done 12 shows this year, to be honest with you. Uh, I'd have to, as a matter of fact, I'm going to have the monkeys in the back. Um, to quote Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho, the monkeys in the truck are going to look that up for me, just to make sure. All right, but, uh, uh, this year has not, not been exactly a, a banner year for Pure Gold, even though it is a year. Uh, our, it was our fifth year going into our sixth now. Exactly. And what better way to uh, celebrate the six-year anniversary than to do some lists from the past six years, whether it's the top six guests, the, the worst six guests, the top six athletes. We got lists galore. I know that you've broken down lists like you've never broken them down before. So um, with that said, before we get into the lists, as the monkeys in the back look up how many shows we did, um, how have you been? Since uh, our last show, because I think our last show was in person, we did a live remote right here in New Jersey, right. and now uh, you right. know now we are a few hundred miles away, or maybe a few thousand miles away. How's everything going? No, not no. no we, we're less than a thousand, close to it, like nine hundred some odd miles away. Um, I moved uh, to the great state of Tennessee. It's it's awesome. I actually live right on the border of Tennessee and Georgia, which is interesting because I used to live on the border of New Jersey and hell, I, I mean New York. But, um, you know, now it's here. I'm in the South. It's very interesting. It's, I mean, I love it, to be honest with you. It's, I love it so much more than New Jersey. And it's so sad because New Jersey was my home. I was born and raised there. I lived there almost every single day of my entire life. I lived in the Great Garden State, but it sucks it now, DX style. 
And uh, things are great, sir. Things are absolutely fabulous. I mean, I know the weather over there isn't awful, which warms my heart, because it's been pretty decent here, other than the rain and some cold. But it's still pretty nice, sir. What's interesting is, like, we've, we've talked about this probably our last show when you were here. Um, there's no difference between doing a show from New Jersey, when we're both from, or doing one from Tennessee. I mean, the show sounds exactly the same. It's... Uh, it's interesting that um, there's really no real change other than we won't be able to do live remotes as much anymore, if any. But uh, the show remains the same. We will hopefully get you more guests in 2017. I know that you have a um, a lot of people that you want to line up to actually have guests. We didn't have that many guests this year, and that was one of the things that um, we want to focus on for next year. But this year, to wrap up this year and our six-year anniversary, we do have lists galore, do we not, sir? We do, sir. What's interesting, right, is that this, I'm looking at the archives, um, we've had, this is our 18th show this year, and the only reason we got to that many is because in the, in the one week in November, we did four (laughs) episodes, and then it's been exactly one month, the 20th to the 20th, since our last episode, but sir, did you know that in 2015, we only did three shows the entire year? In 2015? We did our reunion. Yeah, we took a long hiatus from September of 2014 all the way until July of 2015. We did one in July, one in August, and one in September, and that's all we did, three episodes in the entire year of 2015. Um, Wow. Yeah, 2014 we did a lot, and obviously all the other years before that we did a ton of episodes, which explains why it took us so long to get onto uh, episode 200, but... uh, you know, just wanted to throw that out there for you, sir. Yeah, I mean, if you think about, like we said, our last show when we were here doing episode number 200, um, our show has taken many uh, twists and turns, ups and downs, but the one a person that's been constant besides you and I has been the British lady, which we thank. I think she probably makes our top uh, guest of all time because she's been on every show. I mean, how can you not tell you know, how can you not give her the number one spot as the biggest guest of uh, of all for Pure Gold? Yeah, I mean, basically, she's been in more episodes than you have, which is interesting. I mean, because she's been in everything, no matter what. So it's been great, sir. It's been uh, it's been a hell of a show, a number one show. But, sir, um, I think it's time. You know, we talked about yeah. making lists. We talked about you know our six year anniversary, and we may as well we may as well get into them now because I Let's mean, there's so many things, sir. So so many things. Um, now, let me see here. Uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I know I have I have one uh, one more list than you do, but would you like to start or do you want me to start? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to get your take on it since you have one more list than I do. Now, should we start bottom six or top six? or What list would you like to start with? I, I mean, we're negative Nellies, and that's been the case since uh, year one of our show. We've always been down on whether it's wrestling, whether it's the Mets, whether it's the Jets and Giants, other for, other than a few sparkle moments for the Giants. But we're pretty much negative Nellies, so why not start with the bottom six? Let's go with your list first. All right. Now, this is the top six, or actually bottom six, guest list. Uh, in my opinion, now Joe's going to give his after. Do you want to go one and one, like me read my whole list and you read your whole list? I mean, how do you want to do this, sir? Because uh, as usual, we have we did no preparation for this show. And uh, 10 minutes before the show started, I threw like nine different lists out at you. So I just want to make sure that we're on the same page here. 
Yeah, why don't we go one and one? Like, you give me your, your bottom one, and then I'll give you one and tell you why, and then you tell me why, right. and we'll go back to I'm going to give you the person who made number six on my bottom guest list, the worst guest, in my opinion. Yep. Um, this one may come as a surprise to you, but it's actually the winner of the very first fantasy phenom, the one and only Mr. Greg so Sussman. Um, <laughs> you just made the Greg Sussman. <laughs> That's a new one. For some reason, well, I want to play this. Hold on a second. This is literally 12 minutes. Somehow this, this clip ended up at 12 minutes and 7 seconds, and it's only like a 3-second clip. But um, I just had to throw that out there. Uh, yeah, Greg Sussman, to me, it was just interesting because, you know, this guy did uh, radio. He won fantasy. You know, like I said, to me, just the, one of the worst guests we ever had for so many reasons. I mean, all I could think about the entire time we did this was like this goof, this guy actually, and this is not a jealousy thing, but this guy actually won Fantasy Phenom. I never liked Greg. Uh, nothing personal, of course. I ne- although some of these are very personal. I never thought he was a good host. I thought he was boring. I just, To me, he was just not an interesting guy, on our show at least, and I just couldn't believe that this guy one fantasy phenom. To this day, I'm still stunned. I mean, John Dostromsky, a.k.a. J.J. After Dark, um, much better than Greg. I'm still, to this day, confused. But anyway, he makes number six. Greg Sussman, bottom six guest list, in the opinion of DG, or Pure Gold, sir. Who's your number six? All right. I mean, it's not. It's going to be pretty obvious. I mean, we've we've talked about this at, at nauseum, especially for me. I mean, I when I'm thinking about number six in ter- terms of worst guests, I'm going to be selfish here, and I know that she treated you okay, but let's face it, the uh, WSU wrestler Rain has to be probably one of the worst shows I've ever been on because I was pretty much labeled a racist. She never really admitted this, but I, I pretty much felt like she was calling me a racist for all the remarks she was making. She was making some nasty, smart comments that I thought were just not... And they were they were all guided towards me. If you listen back to the show, folks, you will see that Rain from WSU was just like in. You know, she had something in it for me, and um, I I don't know what it was. And I everything I said I think was twisted. And um, she just hated. I, I, she hated being on the show. She hated talking to me. And I felt like hanging up at that point and then having you finish the show with her because I just I felt the hate just coming through the phone. So I mean, that's she definitely makes my number six. Well, what's interesting, sir, I found the episode, and for those of you, if you'd like to listen to it, um, it's from January 25th of 2012, and we're going on almost five years of this interview, because it's already going to be, you know, today's the 20th, so in a month, it'll be exactly five years, which is unbelievable, and this is right before the Giants-Patriots Super Bowl rematch, it's unreal, sir, that they, uh, you know, they had, this is the first uh, Super Bowl, no, the second Super Bowl, I'm sorry, that they uh, that they uh, went up against each other, and this is I think this is wait did we do the the Super Bowl show the Whole Foods show wasn't that right before that pay per view? It was, was yes, right? it was pay per view. Yep. It was right before that Super Bowl. Excuse me, not pay per view. Yep. Although in some cases you may have to pay to view it. But anyway, January twenty fifth, uh, Josh Eisenberg from WrestleZone was actually also a guest on that day. So if you want to check it out, uh, January twenty fourth, I'm sorry, two thousand twelve. Go to our website. Put in a rain, just R-A-I-N, and you will listen to one of the greatest interviews in the history of this program. Just pure hatred and venom spewing from her to Joe. I love. I, I it's just. 
I, to this day, I still can't believe it. I think I'm going to go back and listen to that interview just to hear the unadulterated hatred that she had for you, sir. The only thing I also remember about that, if you recall, unless we listened to it together on our uh, 200th show about a month ago, or it was a month ago, was that she had something said that she had just gotten back from wrestling or just gotten done with wrestling and she had smelled like fish. And I just remember something yeah, like something that. Like she that. had smelled bad. Something like that. That's how bad the interview went. So, uh, yeah, Rain definitely makes the bottom six for me. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, you know, as far as that for you, I'm sure she would make the bottom list. I just thought she, she talked about smelling. You made a joke. It didn't go over well. And then it was all downhill from there. It was definitely an uncomfortable interview. I'll say that much. Uh, moving on to number five, and I'm sure this person, I would hope this person is on your bottom six guest list. And it's unfortunate because she seems like a nice enough person, but Cassie Janice, who was a race car driver, made, to me, top five worst guest of all time. Horrible interview. Probably, I would say, other than the Rain interview, I would say the worst interview we've ever done. If you're putting it on equal footing with our normal interviews, then definitely the worst interview we ever did. Just terrible. She had no energy, no charisma. She didn't seem like she was interested. Like, she couldn't be bothered to even talk to us. And I don't think that was really the case. I just think she's a terrible interview, which is interesting because she's also a radio host, or she was at the time. So I would love to hear one of her shows, and, you know, that would be the cure for insomnia if there ever was one. But that, uh, (laughs) another bad episode, another terrible interview, Cassie Janice. I mean, that's a good one. For me, I'm going to move into ones that, um, you know, sound like they were – that they were going to hopefully pan out to be a good show and good episode, but I'm going to take it back to like maybe the third or fourth episode ever, or maybe a little bit further than that. But I'm going to tell you that uh, my number five on the bomb six is uh, definitely Kevin Knight, where I thought that we had pre- over-prepared for uh, his interview, and we were excited that this was going to be our breakthrough um, show that was going to take us over the top, and we were just going to go um, you know, right to the top with this. But Kevin Knight basically stole the show. He hijacked the show. I mean, that's the term that you hear nowadays when uh, somebody takes over a show. He hijacked that show, sir. He talked for about 85% of that show uh, where we were supposed to actually, maybe we did a bad job in terms of leading him in questions, but I mean, he took one question and turned it into a 25-minute answer. And uh, I just remember after that that show thinking to myself, what the hell just happened here? This is the Kevin Knight show, not the Pure Gold show anymore. What's interesting to me is that <coughs> he actually makes number three on my worst guest list because of the same reasons you just gave. So I'm going to have to skip to three. He was terrible. We were so excited. We thought it was going to be great. It was a total disaster. He, Like you said, hijacked the show. I mean, just not a good interview at all. We had so many questions. We couldn't believe it. It was just an awful, awful experience. So that's actually number three on my list of worst guests. Yeah, okay. So who do you have All right, number so four, then? Number four for me, since I already gave you number three, would have to be a wrestler, interestingly enough, and that would be just incredible. Um, yep. is he on, Is he number four? Yep. Really? That's, he is. <laughs> and, folks, I, I assure you, John, I didn't even talk about these lists or what we were going to do um, as far as, you know, who was going to be on which list or whatever, but just incredible, awful interview. I don't know if he was drunk. I don't know if he was high. I don't know what was going on, but he was out of it. There was cursing involved. Terrible guest. It was really disappointing because we were really excited about that, which is interesting because when I try to land wrestling guests, I always say, oh, we interviewed him on the show because people have heard of him. But it, just a brutal, brutal interview. Terrible guy uh, and a terrible interview. Uh, sir, who, you're number four. Same, you said just incredible. So same reasons, I'm guessing? 
Yeah, I mean, what I remember from that was, like, I, I think we even told him, because back in the day, we used to actually tell people before the show, or you would tell them, and I remember I used to listen in and say, listen, this is a PG show, we don't, we want to keep it, like, you know, PG, obviously, no cursing, no no nothing like that, and I just remember just incredible there was no filter with the guy. I mean, every other word was almost an expletive. And um, I remember thinking to myself, jeez, we just told the guy, don't curse on our show. And, and here he is, he's just cursing on our show. And it was just, it was very yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, and I remember we, we talked to his representatives. Like, they, they kind of, we talked to them first on the air, and then Justin came on. It was just weird. It was a really disturbing, terrible interview. Um, just a bad experience there. Now, since I gave my number three, who makes your number three on the list? Well, believe it or not, Wait. I mean, this Wait, wait. Uh, just to throw us out there, just incredible. You have a template. All right, that might be my my new favorite soundbite, by the way. Good job. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is. I just love the fact that I totally screwed it up, and it just it, it's been playing this entire time in the background. It's a 12 oh, wow. minute hot mess. So, anyway, <laughs> sir, uh, continue. All right. Well, believe it or not, I mean, I had to go back into the archives and, and look at the past guests, and I just remember um, you had booked a comedian, and I thought that he was going to be funny, and I, I didn't get any laughs out of him. I, I didn't understand his humor. Maybe you did because you found him you booked him. So uh, Michael Jr. actually makes my list at number three because I just didn't find him funny. And, I, you know, me and you are pretty much – we laugh at almost anything, and that night I remember listening to him, and I went back and listened to the archives. I was like, this guy is not funny at all. I don't know Wait, what his. You uh, actually listened. You, know, you went back and listened to the show. Yeah, I did, and I just wanted to know why I didn't like him, and this is why I just didn't find him well, funny. What's interesting, uh, he almost made my list of worst guests. He actually is a very funny guy if you listen to his comedy, but he was not a. I agree. He was actually. I guess he'd be honorable mention of worst interview for me. He was not a good interview. I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't seem to click for whatever reason. So, um, I mean, I didn't put him on my top six worst guest list. And like I said, he actually is very funny. If you listen to his humor, but his actual jokes, his stand-up comedy, but for yep. whatever reason, he just didn't click. So it didn't click at all. So moving on from Michael Jr., who's your number three, my number two is actually a is actually two people, and I'm lumping them together, and you'll find out why. My top two, bottom six of the guest list of all time, and this is a lot of guests that we've done, would be a combo and a tie of Megan Tandy and Raquel Beasley. And my this is where the list gets personal. My reason for putting them on this list is completely personal. Um, I, I detest the two of them pretty much. I mean, not that you ever really detest anyone, but they were just, they came on the show, they, were, they seemed nice enough, they were good guests, and then they just became jerks to me afterwards through, you know, social media at the time. Megan, you know, for whatever reason, she just she just turned on me. She had an issue with me. She had some sort of weird problem with me, and I don't know what it was, or like I I was I was doing something, or like I somehow offended her, and I have no I still to this day have no idea what I did. And then Raquel is her BFF, so she turned on me as well, which really bothered me because like you know not for nothing, especially at the time, you know we used to get a lot of listens on this show. We had pretty good you know ratings and stuff. Uh, you know, the money was flowing in at one point. I mean, Joe and I yeah. were living large off, large off the pure gold paycheck. But, you know, the two of them just turned on me in such a personal way that they had to make number two on my list, and it had to be a combo, the two of them, sir. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't remember them as much as you do because that's why they made your list and they didn't make my list. But, uh, yeah, if you felt 
I'm sure you didn't feel the same way as I did with rain, but it was probably just as close. One uh, A and one, you know, one A and one, one B, right? Like rain versus what you, the two guests you just mentioned. Well, rain was worse because she was actually terrible to you on the program, but these two were, were terrible to me off the air, which really bothered me. So, um, I mean, as guests they were fine, but they make my list simply because of the fact that I loathe both of them. Okay. You know, because of I what mean, they did. Right. For me, I mean, following the same footsteps as Just Incredible, I, even though, like, this this next person is a wrestler, I thought that just as bad in terms of expletives and just not really following or the way we like to do a show and uh, just keep it PG. I don't know if you remember, but Shad Gaspard was just uh, another wrestler that came onto our show and just laid it on the expletives after one after another and just made me feel uncomfortable. I don't know how it made you feel, but he definitely made my list as number two as the bomb six guests of all time. Which is interesting because Shadow would be one of my favorite guests, not because of the expletives, but because I thought he was an interesting guy. Um, he gave us extra time, which I thought was cool. So this is the one time that I guess I'd say that, uh, you and I would have to be at odds because I thought Shadow okay. was a pretty good guest. I don't remember I don't remember the expletives as much as you do. I know he did yep. it a couple of times, but um, I, I don't know. Did you go back and listen to it? Because I really don't remember it the way you remember it. No, I did. I mean, I made sure that when I picked the person, I wanted to make sure that I was right in my information. And the, the expletives were not as bad as Just Incredible, but they were still there. And I just thought that we had told him, I believe, too, just like Just Incredible, let's keep it PG. We don't really curse on our show. You know, people do listen. We have family that listens. And I just remember just uh, curse, <laughs> curses. <laughs> family. We have, uh, you know, people who are best at caller list, the angel and uh and our Beautiful. friend Neil, I mean, the, the two of them, you, you got to, if you have a top six best caller list, I mean, they would be up there, you know. Yeah, I mean, considering right. we only had, we only had a, a small handful of callers in the history of our show, I'd say uh, if we did a top six caller list, Angel and Neil would be right up there. Um, but anyway, so it's funny you mentioned family. Um, you know, to me, it's interesting because, like I said, I didn't actually go back in time and listen to it. I, I do remember most of the interviews, and I remember – you know, just terrible guests and terrible people and everything else. And this one is going to be an obvious one for me who makes the list, but it's not because of, again, this is personal, just like number two. It's not because of how they were on the year, but how they were off the year. Oh, and number one, by, okay. Number one, absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, no competition. As a matter of fact, I should have put an empty space between Loser. number two and number one because yes. Sal Licata the absolute scum of the earth to me. Sal was an amazing guest, a great guest, actually. One of our better interviews, and he was a total, he was a total D-bag to me, off the air, cursed at me, blocked me on Twitter, because I made a, it wasn't even like a, an offensive comment. It was just something to the effect of, hey, Sal, how about those Falcons? And he literally dropped an F-bomb on me. We were, he was following me at the time. Dropped an yeah. F-bomb on me. You know, insulted me repeatedly and then blocked me on Twitter. So Sal Lakata, you absolute scum sucking moose turd. As a matter of fact, I think that Sal needs to get another one of those. You just made the list. There you go. <laughs> I like absolute that one. Absolute low life, low life degenerate, Sal Lakata. Well, following the footsteps of uh, being somebody that just totally become a total douche. 
off the air after we make contact with him, then you you probably know where I'm going to go with this because this guy oh, I thought was really cool. <laughs> he was a a uh, loser. I know exactly where you're going. Yeah, exactly where I'm going. The guy calls himself a loser on WFAN, and you know we started tapping into WFAN personalities uh, quite early on the show, and we we gave, we came like giddy little girls when we found out that they would come on our show, which was really cool. We tried to get big people like Mike Francesa and uh, Chris Russo, but uh, when we didn't get them, we went to uh, people like Mark Malusis and uh, Lloyd Rubinson, um, some fancy phenom winners, but this guy. To be honest with you, is probably the biggest um, worst guest for me because he just stopped talking to us afterwards. And we were—he came on our show three times, I believe. And this is—I'm talking about Evan Roberts, where we felt uh, I kn- like I knew you, know, you were we, going there. You—you really—you yeah. really felt betrayed by Evan. I mean, to the point yeah, where you were going to invite Evan, you know, to your marital vow renewals, and now actually, he, yeah, he did come on the show three times. You know what? Actually, when you say that, it's not far from the truth. We were actually thinking about inviting Evan over for WrestleMania one year. I don't know if you remember That's that right. one. So <laughs> it, it was that, that close. <laughs> it was that close where he we were going to ask him to come over to watch WrestleMania with us. But the guy basically after the third episode uh, coming on the air just stopped talking to us. We emailed him. We apologized for no reason. We don't know what we were apologizing for, but he just stopped communicating with us. We want to know what we did. And the guy just never responded to any more emails and just never came on, obviously, to the show again. It just turned very sour, and the, the relationship just ended abruptly. I, I don't know what we did wrong, if we did anything wrong, if he got suspended or if he got in trouble with Mike Francesa. What's interesting but I don't know what happened. Is that it's, sir, what's interesting is that uh, come March, it'll be six years since we last spoke to Evan Roberts, which is interesting because we're doing our six-year anniversary show. So it'll be on March 29th. Right before WrestleMania 27, it'll be, or right after WrestleMania 27, I think, um, it'll be the anniversary of Evan's betrayal. <laughs> oh, what's I funny love, is that, I knew you were going to go there. Yeah, but what's funny is if you listen to those three shows, we had a great time every every show. Like one show after the other, um, he just became a regular. For I mean, to come on three times in the span that he came on, we really enjoyed him, and we don't know what happened afterwards. And again, he becomes the worst guest on the list because of what happened off the air, just not responding to any more emails, not under, not telling us what happened, why he can't come back on, did he get in trouble, did we get him in trouble, so he definitely makes What's my interesting is, six. I, I wonder if we ever, it's funny because I don't, I don't like Evan either because of this, but I wonder if we ever were able to get him on the show again, uh, if he, or get in touch with him, if he would say anything to us, because I'm, I'm very curious as so, you know, what happened, first of all, I wonder if he'd even remember us. That, that to me, would be interesting. Yeah, so Evan Roberts joined us on February 15th of 2011, which is almost my wedding anniversary. Then he, he joined us um, a week or nine days later to talk to us on uh, the February 24th, and then he joined us again. This is a record of the most times in a row on March 29th. So basically in the span of like six weeks, he came on the show three different times, which is unreal, unheard of. But, yeah, Evan hates us, and I, I would love to know whatever happened to him and why he betrayed us and turned on us the way that, um, you know, you – I don't know if you, what you did to him or, what you, you know, how you offended him, but Evan Roberts is definitely, like, public enemy number one for us, though. I mean, yeah, those are our bottom six. When I think of bottom other things that are bottom of the show – Besides uh, the fact um, that we I never think, made it, uh, you just gotta say, sir, you gotta say Evan Roberts. You just uh, made the list. <laughs> he definitely just made the list. 
But when we talk about the bottom part of the show, we should also focus. We don't have lists for this, but off the cuff, sir, I'm going to also mention things that really were like the down parts, the down points of the show. Um, just for the fact that we actually made it onto a radio station, 1640. So I think well, the worst, we're the worst people that we've dealt with is probably Alvaro and Nelson uh, back in 1640 in Newark, New Jersey. Well, if you're going to say worst, you know, worst people in the history of our show, um, I mean, I wouldn't include Nelson on there because Nelson ended up moving to California to better his family and stuff. But Alvaro would have to be number one on the public enemy list. If we had ever had him on the show. Um, so are you there? Looks like we might have lost DG there. Or you lost me. Well, that's interesting that uh, I've lost. Sir, can you hear me? Oh, now you're back. There you go. Yeah, I don't know what the hell just happened, but um, wait, hold on a second. I may have something to do with Wi-Fi calling. Hold on one second. Yeah. Oh, a Tennessee tornado. Whoa, how about that, Dave? Sorry, can you hear me? Yep, you're good. Okay. Anyway, yeah, some, for some reason my phone switched to Wi-Fi calling, so who knows? I mean, modern technology. But yeah, Alva would be number one on our worst human being list in the history of pure gold, so... I would definitely agree yeah. with that, sir. Um, now, moving on, uh, what what other list did you make? Because I have a list that you don't have, so I want to make sure we get to your stuff first. All I have left now is the, on the positive, the top six uh, guests of all time for me and why, and then the top six athletes uh, from our show right. and why. Let's save the top six guest list for the end. Um, okay. Top six favorite athletes. And, uh, you go first, sir. Okay, in no particular order because – um, I couldn't really rank them so fast because I didn't know about the top six athletes. But um, when I think of the t- one of the top six athletes, uh, I definitely think of Bruce Harper because of the fact that I still laugh to this day because Bruce Harper was a a close and dear friend to you, per, you know, on um, outside right. of uh, Pure Gold. And I just thought that he was such a nice guy, and uh, for him to come on, and I definitely remember him as a Jet. I'm an unfortunate Jet fan, and uh, he was such a nice to come on. And I just remember. Uh, his wife interrupting the show and interrupting the interview. And then after that, like from then on, we had just <laughs> talked about how his wife probably uh, beat his uh, sorry butt uh, with a cane. And uh, I just I laugh every time I see Bruce Harper on Pure Gold and look at our website, I think about his wife beating him to no end because he was on the phone with us uh, late at night for no reason. Oh, man, Bruce was great. He actually is uh, on my list as number three of my favorites because, I, yes, I did know Bruce. Personally, outside of the show, he's a great guy. I saw him many times. I haven't seen him in years, but just a funny, funny guy. I mean, I can't tell you how many times he gave me the middle finger, like, secretly <laughs> behind my boss's back when they weren't looking. He would just drop an S-bomb on me, and he would look at me and, hey, what's up, and throw both middle fingers at me while nobody was looking. I mean, literally, just offensive, offensive guy. But he was a great guy. Loved him very much. Um, I, he's number three on my list. Number six on my list, interestingly enough, is a former New York Giant, Leonard Marshall, so I got to throw him out there. Um, you know, he was a great guest, a great guy to have on, a big name guy. As a matter of fact, Mitch, uh, one of our other callers, told me the other day that, you know, he was going to, he asked me if I wanted to get Leonard Marshall's autograph because he, he, I guess he had met him. And I told him, I was like, yeah, Leonard and I are old pals. He was on my show before, so he loved that. But um, who else is on the list for you, sir? I've already got two of mine down. 
Yeah, well, I'm going to mention Leonard Marshall as well because when we talk about in terms of big-name guests, you could argue that Leonard Marshall is probably the biggest guest we've had on our show of all time because of the fact that he's in the NFL Hall of Fame. And for pretty much notoriety, um, everybody knows Leonard Marshall if you're a football fan, if you're a sports fan. So having him uh, on our show was definitely an honor. I'm not a Giant fan. Obviously, I'm a Jet fan, but... I think Leonard Marshall is Obviously, quite arguably the biggest. Maybe. Yeah, quite arguably the, the biggest guest we've ever had of all time on our show. So he definitely makes my list as top six athletes. Yeah, no, I love uh, Leonard. A great guy. I mean, are you just out of curiosity, sir? Um, are you sure that Leonard Marshall is in the Hall of Fame? Oh yeah, did you? Uh, I, you haven't checked that. I don't see. Oh, you know what's interesting? I didn't know this. You know, Leonard Marshall has a business finance degree, a master's uh, from Seton Hall University, my alma mater. Uh, that I didn't know, but I know he went to Seton Hall, but I believe he's in the Hall of Fame, yes. Um, I'm looking I'm looking here. I don't see him. I'm looking at his no. Wikipedia thing, and I don't see him in the Hall of Fame, sir. I mean, I think you're lying to the fan base. All right. Well, then I just made my nomination for uh, <laughs> for Leonard Marshall to be in the Hall of Fame. I thought he was. <laughs> Yeah, Leonard Marshall, not in the Hall of Fame, sir. Good job. Good. <laughs> he should be in the Hall of Fame, but he's not in the Hall of Fame. Anyway, he's in the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. I mean, if that makes you feel any better. So, I mean, well, I'm sure go. that is what that's what you were talking about. Um, my other guys on my list, the next guys, three of them, Mets, former Mets. Paul LaDuca would be number five for me, sir. Um, you. Hello? Switch to Wi-Fi. Yep, you're there again. Yeah, did you hear me? I said uh, yeah, Paul LaDuca would be would be on my list of uh, fa- of best uh, athletes or favorite athlete lists. Being an ex-Met, he was a great interview. He was honest with us about the steroid thing. I thought that was pretty great. Paul LaDuca makes my list, too. Since you mentioned him, I'll, I'll, I'll mention him, too, because mine's in no particular order, but Paul LaDuca is on my list for the same reasons. Um, I don't even remember... How you got him? Did, uh, most of the guests have been contacted through Twitter. Was this a Twitter contact as well? Yeah, it was a Twitter contact. Again, years ago, going back when I was really active on Twitter and had a much bigger, you know, big account and everything. Um, Paul's on my list, so I'm going to have to throw it out there and say that Howard Johnson, who's my number one, is also on your list. Yes, he is. Of course, he is. Ex Met, 1986 Met champion, Met, um, a guy who was a great Met every other year. Uh, I believe every odd year he was great i mean was it even i always forget sir was it even that he was good uh for howard johnson i believe it was every even year yes because in 86 they won the championship um and he had a great year that year yes all right i'm gonna look this up just to make sure because you already lied about leonard marshall being in the hall of fame (laughs) so um no again you're wrong is every odd year he had he actually had one two three he had five really good years in a row uh he had in '87. He had 36 homers, 99 RBI, 88, 24, 68, 89, 36, 101, um, 90, 30, uh, 23, 90 in 1990, which is a good year. And then in '91, it was 38 and 117. Wow, he had a lot of RBIs that year. Um, wow. So I mean, he had four or five good years in a row, but the even the odd years were his better years. But anyway, Howard was a great guest. Loved him. Thought he was an awesome talk, guy to talk to. Another guy I got via Twitter, and the other person on my list, possibly maybe on yours, would have to be somebody who actually recorded a little audio for us, um, and he's he's been on the show 
every show pretty much for the last like, couple of years. I got two words for you. Pure <laughs> gold. <laughs> would have to be the road dog. He's actually number two on my list because, uh, A, because of that clip, and B, because he was just a really good interview, and that was before we got him his job back in the WWE. Well, he didn't make my list, but um, you're going you're gonna to laugh, but he actually made my top six um, guest lists of all time. So I didn't oh. put him as uh, <laughs> so I didn't put him as athlete. I put him as uh, top six guest of all time because I'll tell you why later. But uh, for me, yes, going back to Howard Johnson, Howard Johnson made my list definitely too because it was just a boyhood dream for me to talk to somebody from the 1986 Mets. Let's face it, the Mets will never win another World Series again. So 1986 is true and dear to my heart. So to talk to somebody from of 86 course. was great for Howard Johnson to come on our show. Oh, of course. Now, who else was on your uh, on your thing, sir? Who, who else was it that uh, made your list? Because you're one person missing. Yeah, I have one person missing, and you're probably going to be th- uh, thrown for a loop here on this one. But uh, believe it or not, it's another former giant. But uh, early on the show, uh, we had uh, Keith Elias on the show, and I thought oh, Keith wow. Elias' story his story was really fascinating to me because of the fact that he brought a religious aspect to sports and uh, to our show. And I really uh, enjoyed, like, we don't really talk religion on our show, even though we probably should um, nowadays because it's more important than ever. But uh, Keith Elias was really a great interview, I thought, and I thought he great gave some great insight. And just his religious uh, take on everything was just really inspiring, and I, I really enjoyed that interview, sir. It's interesting, yeah, I saw on the list, and uh, he was one of our, he was one of the important guests on our show because at the beginning, well, we didn't have any named guys. I mean, he yep. was actually, if I'm not mistaken, he was our, our third guest ever. And, of course, he was a former New York Giant. He was a New Jersey guy. You know, mentioned the religious aspect. So Keith would be up there as far as uh, best guest. I mean, not on my list, but definitely up there. Um, and it, I don't remember being as good of an interview as you say, but I'm sure it was. And I obviously I agree with you. And um, at the time, our first professional or real professional athlete, which is really cool. But, um, yeah, so Keith Elias is on your list. He didn't make mine. But, sir, I'm going to go through a list here real quick. Um, I'm going to go through my top six um, best guest list, not favorite guest list, but best guest list. And the difference is these are my six favorite people to have ever come on the show. And then my other list, which I think is the one you don't have, would be um, the best guest, the people who are the best on our show in terms of getting multiple appearances, important to the show, a part of the family, just really good to us and who were the best. So um, what's your other list? Is it your favorite your favorite list, or, or what's that other list you have, sir? Well, my top six guests, I think, is a combination of both your lists. It's, it's not only that I enjoyed the show, but I thought they were nice to us. I thought, like, I had a really good time. We had some good questions. We had some great interaction. So that's my top six guests. It's, it's like a combination of, of having a – the person was great, but the show was great as well. All right, so I'm going to go. Let's do top six favorite guest list, and I'll do mine separate. Before I get sure. into my top six favorite, I'm going to do my honorable mentions. People, the top six people who did not make my top six guest list but are up there. Um, okay. And one one of them, you're going to love my number six. So I mean, this is going to be great. But my honorable mentions would have to be Julie Bueller, who came on the show multiple times. Uh, I still oh, yeah. keep in touch with her, you know, via the internet. She was a great, great guest. Um, you know, great person, football, you know, loved our questions, loved, you know, I love the fact that she's doing what we wish we could do, and we're the losers who can't get a legitimate job, but she's actually doing what we wish we were doing for a living. Uh, Michelle Money, and the reason I put Michelle Money on the list 
is because although we only interviewed her once, um, she was a great, energetic, exciting guest. I remember that as being a really fun interview. She was awesome, you know, treated us good, came on the show and just did a great job. And at the time, she was one of the Bachelor contestants, so she had been on The Bachelor, so pretty important. Uh, Kristen Ledlow, also on my honorable mentions because she was really knowledgeable, a great guest. And she's actually really, like, super famous now. She hosts, uh, she co-hosts Inside the NBA. I don't know if you knew that or not. But, um, I mean, that's a big, high-profile sports show. She's a big, uh, you know, big basketball fan. Um, but she came on her show, like, three different times, so I love Kristen. I still keep in touch with her sometimes. I'll message her, you know, text her, see how she's doing, you know, reach out once in a while. Uh, my other three would be Laura Jean Salerno, who you probably thought was going to make my favorite guest list, but she was another person who was great to us, a good friend, uh, you know, somebody I know personally. And uh, Anthony Tyler Quinn, who was great to us a couple of times, he came on, and, of course, uh, WPX's own Lisa Mateo, who loves pure gold, and uh, she is probably a pure gold, you know, legend, just because the the couple times she came on and, you know, her amazing, wonderful promos, like this one. I'm Lisa Mateo of the PIX11 Morning News in New York, and you're listening to Pure Gold. Yes, we are, Lisa. Thank you very much for that. And, of course, uh, you know, Laura Jean made my list just because of, uh, you know, little promos like this. You are listening to Pure Gold Radio. I am actress Laura Jean Salerno, and they are David and Joe, and they are bringing you all the upcoming inside ex- And that's not one of the ones I meant. This <laughs> hey, guys, you are listening to Pure Gold Radio. David and Joe are keeping you in the loop on all things sports and entertainment, and I'm actress Laura Jean Salerno. Also, not that one. So this would have to be the, the one that I'm Hi, guys. About. I'm actress Laura Jean Salerno, and you're listening to David and Joe on puregoldpg.com. So relax, put your feet up, and listen in. I mean, not on the table, because that's just gross. <laughs> Gotta love her. Even though she's like a super lib in real life, which I hate, but Laura is a great, you know, a great guest of the show, so I have to throw on it. Now, on to our top six favorite guest list. Number six on my list, sir, you will never guess who this person is. Take a wild guess at who my favorite guest, number six favorite guest of all time. I'm going to have to go with Lauren Lester. Uh, No, he's actually number four on my list. Number six on my list is Rain. I absolutely (laughs) love the fact that she hated you with a passion. (laughs) I thought it was awesome. It was hilarious. I mean, this, I just thought about the absolute rip fest that she pulled on you. As a matter of fact, I'm going to listen to that show when we're done because she was amazing. Just the hatred that she had for you, it absolutely just warmed my heart. And it was one of the greatest moments in the history of Pure Girl, which is ironic because we started out our worst six guest list and she was number six on your list, number six on mine, but for favorite guests. Um, and interestingly enough, the only uh, one of the because a couple of people made multiple lists. Number five on my list is actually um, number three on my previous list, and that's Bruce Harper. So Bruce Harper, who I loved having on the show, great guy, just awesome, full of energy. Again, all the personal stuff, the middle fingers and the f bombs and the rude comments to me, just a great guy. Uh, number four for me, you mentioned it, Lauren Lester. To me, as a huge Batman the Animated Series fan, Lauren was just I, I was totally geeking out. If there was one interview where I geeked out over and I was just mind-blown, it was that interview. Because he literally, I mean, this guy is somebody that I loved listening to who I absolutely just couldn't get enough of. This is Dick Grayson, 
better known as Robin or Nightwing. And when I'm not fighting crime with or without Batman in Gotham City, I'm listening to Pure Gold. That interview was one of the best ever. And like I said, I was a huge fan of Batman the Animated Series. As a matter of fact, I still remember the date that it premiered, September 5th, 1992. I was 11 years old. I had just started, I think, the sixth grade, and it premiered on Fox, and I couldn't get enough of that show. It was a prime time, as a matter of fact, when it premiered, and I just absolutely loved that show. So a huge fan. Um, having Lauren Lester on was just an amazing, amazing accomplishment. And uh, one of those things I totally geeked out over. Um, no, I've got, I've gone through a couple of them, sir. So why don't you go through a couple of yours? All right. So and number six is uh, we mentioned this earlier on the show, but I definitely mentioned uh, definitely think that Road Dog is number six for me because of the fact that he was such a great interview, uh, such a nice guy. He was also a person that had made some mistakes in his life and was trying to um, correct those mistakes. Also, in an era of the Attitude Era where we grew up watching wrestling, where it was probably the hottest uh, thing on uh, on TV with ratings and of just Road Dog part being part of DX and the New Age Outlaws. Uh, he actually recorded that soundbite that we play at the end of the show. So Road Dog definitely makes number six for me on the list. Uh, moving up to number five, uh, I believe you weren't on the show at all, except for maybe when you called in from the zoo. But uh, when I talked to Jerry Recco from the Boomer and Carton show, um, I thought we had a great uh, interview, and uh, we had I had asked some really good questions. He was really nice off the air, really nice on the air, um, gave some great answers, and uh, talked about his career. And I, I really I like Jerry Recco as a person. Um, not that I know him that much, but I just think he's a really nice guy. He's probably your average guy that has a great show, a uh, great job, and uh, just does a, has fun a lot in the morning with Boomer and Carton even though we might not agree with uh, how they do things, but they, they are the number one show in um, in the morning. So, uh, Jerry, Jerry Rello. Yeah, Jerry I'm still Rello. upset that I wasn't able to get on Jerry, because I was looking forward to that interview, and I wasn't able to do it, you know, to personal reasons. But um, anyway, so yeah. continue. All right, so that's six and five. You told us number four for you too, right? Yeah. Okay, probably by far our best interview was Neil Best, because uh, he makes my list as number four. Neil Best was a... A person that I just, uh, whenever I think about his name, I think about obviously he's the best, but also thinking about an interview where we actually sounded like a legitimate show that could have been on the radio, and we asked <laughs> questions, and we had such great interactions, I and I thought, I just I had a great time, even though I don't remember it you the specific, the I just remember, yeah, I just remember talking about the Islanders and the new, the Long Island Project, and how it, how yep. great we were with him, and I thought he had a good time, and we had a good time, so Neil Best is definitely number four for me. No, he's up there. We were able to get Neil on a show where we talked where we talked sports in the most roundabout way possible without actually talking sports on the field. We talked all sports on the field, off the field, and we weren't prepared for the interview. We didn't know what to expect, and it was definitely one of our best, pun intended, interviews ever, um, which, ironically enough, Neil Best makes my number six of my top six best guest list because I thought it was such an important interview, just like you said, such a good interview, a real showcase of our talents to be able to hang with a guy like Neil and really cover so many different topics. Um, so i just got to throw that out there. He's number six on my top six best guest list. He didn't yep. make my uh, favorite guest list, but number three for me would be the, the Moose, Mark Malusis, who I thought was a huge guest. He was our fourth guest, and he came on twice on the show. Um, just a great guy, somebody I enjoy listening to on WFN, one of my favorite 
If not, as a matter of fact, I'd probably say he is my my favorite WFM personality, even more than Mike Francesa, just because, you know, I love Mike, but he's extremely condescending to the callers, and he repeats himself ad nauseum. So Moose would be my favorite WFM personality. But number three on my favorite guest list, uh, number two, his partner, the lovely Kim Jones, who was a great interview for us. And the reason she outranks Moose is simply because she was on the show one time, and it was kind of like a bigger deal to get Kim on because Kim is more a bit more high profile than Moose, but she's number two for me and number one. And I think wait, this is wait, no surprise. wait, 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 wait! Don't do number one. Let me get to number three and two so we could both agree on number one. <laughs> all right, all right, let's go, let's go. <laughs> number three on my list is, believe it or not, Mark Malusis. Yes, that's right. Mark Malusis makes my number three <laughs> list because, what like, a surprise, of all the he's you... number three on mine too. <laughs> yeah, and I'll tell you number two is in a second. But Mark Malusis, for all the reasons that you just said, um, the fact that he came on our show twice, he treated us with respect. And the, um, you know, these guys are. You just made they're the big, list! <laughs> they're big names on <laughs> WFAN. And yes, Mark Malusis is one of my favorite um, on air personalities at WFAN. But I do keep in touch with him on Facebook. We talk about his kids. He actually had his third kid. Um, a couple months ago, so now he has three boys um, that he's dealing with at home. So, and he's a Redskins fan. So, God bless him for uh, putting up with all that stuff. But uh, Mark Melissa is really number three on my list. Number two on my list, believe it or not, is Kim Jones. So, Kim Jones <laughs> makes my number two list because of the fact that they said. I'm not kidding. How did Kim, right Kim Jones and Mark Melissa make number two on my list? And their list, and two and three. How is it even possible that we listed them both in the same order? How is that possible? And, no, as right. a matter of fact, number one is also the same yeah. person, I'm sure. Uh, oh, I'm sure. We'll get to that in a second. I'll let you do that one, and I'll tell you why. Uh, but number th- number two, Kim Jones. And I think, believe it or not, if you look back, I believe it was December 20th or December 21st of 2011 that Kim Jones came on our show. So it's our five-year anniversary of Kim Jones being on the show. It's right around... This date, believe it or not, it's either the 20th or the 21st if you do a quick search on uh, Kim Jones. But, again, another interview that we we handled with professionalism, and I felt like we were a legitimate show talking to her. She gave us some great answers. We gave us some great feedback. I had a great time that night, and I felt like, wow, if if anybody was going to listen to our show or we were going to put a resume of our best clips Neil Best and our Kim Jones interview would have been at the very top of those of that list, sir. What's interesting is you're absolutely right. It is the five-year anniversary of her, and it was the 20th. Kim Jones came on our show exactly five years ago, which is interesting, and i got to make sure to tweet that to the lovely Kim Jones. Um, <laughs> interestingly enough that, you know, she was on our show exactly five years ago, and she makes our both makes our list as number two of our uh, you know favorite guests. I mean the irony of that is just not lost on me because we're doing a we're doing a six year anniversary show on the five year anniversary of Kim Jones coming <laughs> Kim Jones coming on our show. I tell you only on Pure Gold and folks number one. That's right, number one on our time. list. This should be no surprise to anyone on the count of three. On the count of three, sir. We are going to say it. Well, let's do three, two, one. Three, two, one. Nikki Boyer. Nikki Boyer. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a little late, sir. Three, two, one. That's what you're supposed to say on the count three. Okay. Uh, right here, we we got to throw this. Let's try this again, all right? You count yeah. this then. Three, two, one. Nikki Boyer. Nikki Boyer. 
Exactly. Hey, what's up, everybody? I am Nikki Boyer, the host of Yahoo's Daytime in No Time, and you're listening to Pure Gold. Yes, we are. Um, Nikki is the favorite guest, I would say. It's obviously uh, not even, you know, debatable. Just she's been on the show four times, I believe. Um, the last time she came on, it just shows what a great person she is. Because she, even though I was the one to get her on the show, I was asleep. I actually <laughs> fell asleep, and you were the one interviewing Nikki for like 30 minutes without me being there. And this was a few months ago, as a matter of fact. Um, and Nikki came on the show, and we just could not believe that you know we were able to get her originally. At the time, she was a big deal, daytime and no time, and of course, she's done other things, but, um, you know, she's come on the show four times, one of our most frequent guests, and somebody who just, at the drop of a hat, is able to come on, just a great person, a great personality, um, again, one of our, my favorite people, and obviously one of your favorite people, and actually our favorite person, which is why she makes number one on the list uh, for both of us, so just absolutely can't get enough of, uh, of Nikki Boyer, she is, she's awesome. She is awesome, sir. Absolutely awesome. And of course, she's, she's on the pure, show every episode because, yes, yeah, she is. She's in our ending soundbite. And she's pure gold. Let's face it. Like for all the things you said and and more, because she treated us just like um, any other. You know, she treated us with respect. I felt like if we ever had a show with her, if we ever made it big, and she she needed like two people to do uh, a show with her, I think we'd fit right in. And uh, unfortunately, that never panned out. But Nikki Nikki Boyer is definitely my number one favorite guest of all time, and just for those reasons. She came on multiple times. We had a great conversation. Unfortunately, you fell asleep that last time, but uh, I'm sure she'll come oh, on that again. That was awesome. She's That's probably the best part, because you were able to come on with You were able to talk to her for 30 minutes uninterrupted with me not getting in the way. There you go. But she definitely makes my number one of all time, definitely. Of course, sir. I mean, you know, I, I didn't think there was any doubt that she would be number one on your list as well. Yeah, so, I mean, with five minutes left, I mean, that, that those are great lists, sir. I, I do appreciate your list, and I'm sure that it's funny that three, two, one of our top guests of all time are the same order. Again, Moose, uh, Kim Jones, and Nikki Boyer make our top three of all time, which is great. No, definitely, definitely great. And uh, real quick, let me do my version of uh, top six best guest list, which is ironic because, again, Neil Best is number six on this list. Um, number five would be Jen Lilly. I actually saw her in a movie the other day, The Spirit of Christmas, and I just loved her. I loved she, she was uh, her unabashed, you know, she made a, a just a random comment about God that I just thought was fascinating, weird and fascinating at the same time. But she's somebody who's actually been on our show, if I'm not mistaken, like three times. So she's always been a good friend of this show, somebody able to come on at the drop of a hat. Yep, three times, uh, great guest. Number four would be the former Brittany Dawn Brandon, who was Miss Arizona USA 2011, if I'm not mistaken. Um, she came on the show, um, I think she is second on our list with most appearances because, or maybe, no, maybe she's tied. Uh, Bright Lights, Jared Foster has the most appearances ever on our show with six, which I don't even know how that happened. I should have erased <laughs> those shows from existence. But um, let me see, Brittany Dawn Brennan, I'm trying to find her. I know she's in here somewhere, but Brittany has been on our show either four or five times, and somebody who was just a great guest, so, four times, somebody who was, you know, in our top, the Hall of Fame, you know, for PG. Number two on my list, three on my list is Morgan Woolard, and Morgan was actually been has actually been on the show also, if I'm not mistaken, four times. You know, Morgan was somebody who's a good friend, somebody who I've, you know, kept in touch with off the air. I know she got married and had a child and was in another country for a while. Um, Morgan also four times, who was the runner-up to uh, – 
I would say if we did a top ten worst guest list, Rima uh, Faki would be on there. She, that was not a great interview, but uh, Morgan was the runner-up to that, someone who's a great friend of the program, came on the show multiple times when we needed her. Number two would have to be this person simply because of the – she is actually number two on our most uh, – uh, our top guest list as far as most appearances, and that would be Miss Texas, Anna Rodriguez, although I can't even buy uh, Anna a cup of coffee at this point. I mean, no responses. Haven't heard from her in a long time. She got married, also had a child. Brittany Brandon also got married, but I don't think she has a kid yet. So most of our Miss USA girls have all gotten married um, and changed their names and, you know, cut off all ties with us, so, which is interesting. I guess they're, they're ashamed. They don't want their husbands to know that they appear on the show. But anyway, Anna Rodriguez, who actually co-hosted a show with me once, uh, when you weren't available, you, you called in, but she co-hosted with me. So she's number two on my uh, best guest list. And number one, once again for a second time on the number one guest list would be Nikki Boyer, who just, I mean, there's, there's no need for explanation on that one, sir. There really isn't. I mean, that, that, that's great. Uh, that those lists were really great. And, uh, hopefully when we go back and listen to, uh, this show again in six years from now, when we're doing our 12 year anniversary, we can look back and say, these lists were really great. They were pure gold, but, uh, with only two minutes to go, I just want to say that, that pretty much wraps up the show uh, and the year. Uh, we might do one more show before 2016 is over, but I uh, want to wish you and yeah, your family. A, yeah, we, we technically could, but we won't do one until after Christmas. So I want to wish you, your family, a merry, happy, healthy, merry Christmas. And uh, it's been a fun ride. Um, I'm glad that we got to do two shows 201 now that you're out in Tennessee. Um, sad that you're not here. We can't do more remotes uh, together, but... Uh, Pure Goal will roll on. I know 2017 uh, will have more guests, like you said, uh, so I do appreciate it. But it's been a fun ride, and let's just continue the ride, sir. Absolutely, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure It's funny because we had so many things to talk about, and we didn't even get past our (laughs) top guest list because this is the type of stuff that only happens in Pure Goal, of course. We have plenty of holy hosen. Um, and I'm sure we'll have another episode, like you said, and we can talk about all those different things, which will then, of course, no longer be relevant. But anyway, folks, um, thank you so much for listening. Of course, this great guest, great list. We thank every guest, even the terrible ones, for coming on our show because they've made Pure Gold what it is, which is a total yuck fest and just a laugh factory for all of us. Um, you know, a great time for me and Joe. And thank you, all of you. Of course, Nikki Borg, you get the most thanks, and we'll send you a check in the mail. Uh, thanks so much for everybody for listening, and hopefully we'll get some people, you know, commenting on this via social media. Woo! Remember, folks, always keep it pure gold. What's the name of your show? Uh, pure gold. Pure gold? Yes, sir. I got two words for you. Pure <laughs> gold. You guys are awesome. Yes, we are, and so are you. Good night, everyone.